0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Dr. Christian Liprecht is a professor at the Royal Military College, cross-appointed to Queen's University, and a fellow at the MacDonald Laurier Institute. He uh, has an op-ed in the globe and mail a civil answer without political will the flaws of canadian policing will never be fixed and uh, the op-ed is adapted from uh, dr lucrex expert testimony on systemic racism in policing in canada by the house of commons standing committee on public safety and national security christian thank you so much for taking the time on the program and and uh, your op-ed begins with the words there's a truism about society as it evolves so does its view of what is right and wrong uh follow up on that please walk us through the the most salient points of the uh, of the op-ed
1: well my sense is that the relationship between civil society and policing is inherently evolving and so policing evolves and civil society evolves. it evolves in our structures but it also involves in terms of the expectations that society has. and so on policing for instance there's more intelligence there's different options in terms of use of force for instance tasers or pepper spray that might have not been as readily accessible on the other hand on the side of society there's a certain sense of accountability on policing um, a less of a tolerance for violence that we've seen in the past but my concern here is that the expectation of society have been evolving much more rapidly than those of policing. And so simply putting new police leaders in charge and hoping that the situation will change is going to aggravate the gap that we already see. And what is required is a more uh, aggressive and proactive approach by the politicians that ultimately set the framework conditions under which policing operates, to ensure that we bridge that growing gap between policing and society, because my concern is if we don't, uh, then on the one hand, we end up delegitimating law enforcement. On the other hand, that would be detrimental for democratic society because ultimately we do need effective policing organizations in a democratic society.
0: You also write in the the op-ed that politicians have set police up for failure
1: uh that uh so we see this for instance in the sense of uh you saw as an example of the prime minister's reaction to some of the pictures and the troubles coming out of the uh, RCMP, and the reaction was, well, we'll just give them body cameras. And so this is a sort of technological determinism, where politicians often feel there's nothing to gain by getting involved in a debate about policing, uh, and they have considerable fear and concerns about taking on police associations and police unions, Um, and so instead they just like to revert to technology, or ultimately they change out the local police chief, or they change out the RCMP commissioner, and hope that ultimately they will do a better job than the person before them but of course the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and hoping to get a different outcome and so i'm hoping with this op-ed to prod canadian politicians to think about why is it that we not haven't gotten the changes in outcomes that politicians have been peddling for two decades
0: um, a line that, uh, that I highlighted from your op-ed for the RCMP, some of uh, these problems, the problems that, uh, that they're dealing with, um, the multi-decade predatory reality that culminated in a $100 million uh, settlement for class action lawsuit for harassment within the RCMP. Uh, you write for the RCMP, some of these problems are legacy holdovers from being modeled on the Royal Irish Constibula- Constabulary.
1: You know, and this is sort of a caution about uh, we can't paint all police services with the same broad brush, that inherently there are overarching conditions that we've set for policing, but there are also strong historical um, and institutional cultural dimensions that continue to shape and determine how different police forces act. And so, while some services have been quite progressive and I think are doing the best they can within the frameworks that are given to them uh, by uh, politicians there are also services most notably the RCMP that has a long legacy of difficult relations with the indigenous in particular the indigenous population and ultimately modeled on the Royal Irish Constabulary uh, this was always going to intended as a colonial paramilitary force in effort to bring the rule of law to, at the time, the prairies, uh, but also to ensure that uh, uh, these were populations that weren't going to make trouble. And uh, the, often what we see is the older a police force, the more ingrained the institutional cultures within that particular force and the more difficult it is to change. And so the point that I make with the harassment lawsuit, and we can think of dozens of other examples Um, is that in the case of the RCMP, there is genuine and ongoing predatory behavior within the organization, and we see that manifest in different ways, whether that's with regards to harassment and the class action claims, or whether if we look at some of the members, uniformed members that have recently been charged in British Columbia with regards to uh, the way they resort to violence. And uh, if we look, for instance, at the way uh, the infamous incident with Chief Adams was handled uh, for an expired license plate sticker, I mean, we could think about there might have been better ways of simply standing back, giving them a warning, visiting them the next day, uh, and advising them that they have a week to get their sticker updated. So this command and control approach uh, that also the Civilian Review and Complaints Commission for the RCMP has um, vociferously critiqued uh, within the last few days, again, uh, is a function of an institutional legacy that I think ultimately we cannot change within the institutional structures uh, that currently govern the RCMP. Okay.
0: Christian, thank you so much for the time. Uh, you've made me think about the interviews, the many interviews we did with the women officers who were in the RCMP who were being sexually harassed. We spoke with them many, many times. Appreciate the time as always. Thank you. It is always my pleasure. Thank you, Arthur. Bye-bye. Dr. Christian Liprecht If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever